off-putting people. Today's episode is a new twist, let's say, on a traditional podcast. I can tell you for sure that Ken has professed his love for wrestling in all forms and fashions. And during our podcasts in the past, we've talked about wrestling and, you know, growing up in the 80s and 90s and our love for the WWF with, you know, the big names like Hulk Hogan, Andre the Giant. Uh, Ken has continued his love for wrestling. So we had a suggestion. Why don't we check out the latest Royal Rumble and kind of watch it live and give our reactions to that particular event? I thought that was a pretty darn good idea. So this week's episode is the two of us watching live the most recent Royal Rumble. Now, on the Peacock streaming service, you can find this Royal Rumble right now. Uh, at the time of the recording, it's still free to watch. Uh, it may require a subscription. If you're interested in being able to follow along closely with what we're actually watching, you can kind of queue up our podcast towards the beginning of this Royal Rumble. We get it started you know, right as some of the first kind of entrants uh, to the contest make their way into the ring. So if you want to follow along with some video cues, bring up the Royal Rumble and follow along with us if you've got the capability of doing so. Uh, thanks for listening and enjoy. Welcome, Pudding People, to another episode of Everybody Loves Pudding. We're your hosts, Ken Seymour and Richard Geiger. Are you excited, Richard? I am. Um, we are going to be doing a podcast today about something that we are watching. Yeah, we don't really generally do that. Um, it occurred to me in our many conversations uh, throughout the years that I am, at least at one point, I was quite the wrestling fan. And Richard, maybe not so much. No. Uh, now, okay. If we want to call our youth and the wrestling that was happening in the WWF days are the glory days of wrestling. Um, some may argue that that's not what that is, but, um, you know, your Andre, the giants and your Hulk Hogan's and your junkyard dogs. Uh, yes, I did watch that. And I had, um, the rubber, like the gigantic rubber wrestling, Nice. Um, toys. I, pro I, don't, I don't know. I probably had half a dozen of them. So I did watch it. I did pay attention to it. And then I stopped. And I don't know why. Well, it occurred to me uh, that the Royal Rumble was always my favorite match. And I had not seen all of them. So I broke down and took it upon myself to get Peacock for a month. And I've watched through each and every Royal Rumble in January. From number one to number 35. So some memories that I had already, some that I did not. But there's the 36th that was released this year. And I thought it would be fun if we were to just watch this and comment on what was going on and talk a little bit about the history of wrestling and the, and the history of this particular event and just kind of all the things that go along with it and why I love it. Now, we're probably going to jump around and... 
especially since uh, this is a, a fairly lengthy event. It's only five hours. That ain't nothing. <laughs> we we uh, we may have to do this in in some pieces, but we're going to figure out what we what we can do and how far we're going to go. And uh, if we fall asleep before we <laughs> finish the end of it, we may have to start again. Right. Well, the thing about this is, I feel like the actual event itself uh, and the other surrounding events definitely aren't going to be five hours. There's no. you know, a lot of pomp and circumstance, let's call it. Um, and that is what it is. That's part of the delivery from right. time to time. You know, the announcers and their quips and their usual categorical description of things. Yeah, uh, pretty funny. But... In knowing that we are going to do this, um, I think the internet knows that we knew that we were going to do this and would send me clips of things. And and trust me, I don't have anything wrestling that I like. There's very little wrestling that I have. It's maybe on Instagram, but nothing that's on like Twitter. Uh, you know, I don't pay attention to Facebook. But anyway, um, I I kept getting these stories and these clips like oh my gosh there was this there was this so i've already seen actually a couple highlights from this unintentionally and they also showed me because we were discussing uh previous events and things that happened in previous events to kind of differentiate or change the way things are presented and guess what i got those clips flashed in my face as well too so the internet was listening to us like they always do um so i've gotten a little bit of some of the past things that we've discussed and some of the things that are happening in this uh, i guess i've already seen unintentionally yes as soon as the 28th hit i made sure to ignore all of that stuff just not not happening doesn't exist so i've managed to keep myself clear i have got no spoilers and we'll decide whether we want to skip some matches in case it gets a little boring or whatever. But let's let's get into it. Let's Together. let's bring up the hype. Now, um, one thing: when this was presented on the twenty eighth mm-hmm. of January, uh, this was a pay per view event it at was. the time, and we are on the second of February, and it's streaming on Peacock. Oh yeah, it's been streaming ever since. So if you wanted to see it that particular day, that's what you had to do. Now, has it always been a pay-per-view event? Yes, it has very beginning. 1988, the very first Royal Rumble was, well, technically speaking, no. The first Royal Rumble was on televised. It was on TV. Um, But everyone from 1989 forward has been an actual pay-per-view. So it's... It was also they were they were getting their bearings. They didn't know exactly what they wanted to do. The very first Royal Rumble was twenty people, and ever since then it's been, for the most part, thirty people. Uh, there have been some exceptions to that rule, but it was just such an interesting idea. Rather than just having a single match with a couple of people or even a group of people, or they'd already had battle royals before, where just everybody started in the ring. Um, this allows for the telling of a much more interesting story. Are there... So you say there's 30. If you had to give a guess in terms of the people that are that were eligible to participate in this event, um, there's 30. 
that are, how many would be Man, eligible? You, that thing down. you mean at any given year who, who we might expect to run through? Yeah, like the, do they have 60, 80 members, but 30 get invited? Yeah, when you're talking about current roster at any given time, that can be between anywhere between 50 and 70 people. Uh, and that's that's the mostly active people. They have a lot of people that are uh, signed up with uh, WWE Legend contracts that are more ambassadors than anything else. But they will still show up for matches on occasion, come out of retirement for for something that is uh, interesting enough uh, to to be able to do. Um, so I mean, truthfully, as it goes on, the list of potential people that could be in it keeps growing. At least, not counting those that are no longer able to compete or are dead. Uh, now, they do a, a men's and they do a women's now, correct? Yes, they do. They started that uh, a few years ago. I mean, for the first 30, it was just the men's. And there were there were women that would show up, like uh, China uh, was notable for being the first woman to appear in the men's Royal Rumble tournament, but she was not the only uh, there were several others. And they always had some sort of uh, a significant impact, or I don't know if significant is the right word, but they wanted to they wanted to make sure that they didn't just show up and get eliminated. They wanted them to have some sort of story impact on, on it, so they always tried to have them do something interesting, eliminate somebody interesting. Um, so it's there's that. Now, China. Now, was this uh, before or after her video? Uh, that was way before. The video was when she was no longer really wrestling. Got gotcha. that point. Um, yeah, that we we won't talk about that. That was <laughs> that was sad times. Um, yeah, she was a big name for a bit, and then kind of hit the wall. Kind of, well, I mean that's what I hate to say it. This industry does that. Um, it's a weird mixture of being famous, but also being in being in something that doesn't have the same level of fame as everything else, and is a lot harder on you than a lot of other things are. So you can only a lot of a lot of people can only do this for so long. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Oh boy! Are these announcers the? Because I know you said they rotate kind of from time to time. Oh, it's Pat McAfee! Back of face here. So he has been uh, a part of the announced team for a long time. Um, generally, the announcers they usually they don't have like the standard. Um, uh, sporting event thing where one guy is an action guy, the other guy is a color guy, that sort of thing. They they take part in the story and kind of direct it along. So they're trying to hype people up for the people that are supposed to be hyped up and and uh, kind of be just a, another part of the eyes and ears of the people backstage that are controlling how everything is supposed to be going and trying to adjust when things go wrong. I mean, I'm already interested because Pat Mack. Well, yeah, anybody that's a, a Colt fan at one point. Uh, it's kind of fun. He's such a goofball. 
feel like he brings a lot of um, joy, energy to a lot of the events that he does. Now he's got his own podcast. Yes, he does. But like a like live, he's got video. He always gets the a lot of the sporting guests because he was in yeah he knows people sports for a while. So um, he's been in he's been doing a lot of college football. Um, this season, so he's dipping his toes into a lot of things. Actually, he participated in a couple of these um, matches. Not, maybe not this, but did he participate in some matches? I was recently? under the impress under the impression he was supposed to have, but uh, yeah, it'd be nice to be one of those guys that just knows people instead of having to uh, dig and search and <laughs> try so hard to get people onto the show. All right, so they always they never start with the rumble. They always start with, or they might change it. Mike Rowe. They never start with the Royal Rumble. They always start with like a one-on-one match of some kind. So how is so if this is a Royal Rumble? Yes. This is not the Royal Rumble. This is one of the two. Um, same people involved in both? Or? No, well, so one will be men's, one will be women's. Okay. So, normally, with the exception of the first year that the women's uh, happens, it's normally the women's will happen before the men's. Uh, but looks like they're flip-flopping it around again. So this guy's new. I mean, I'm trying to think. He looks like the most normal uh, white dude. <laughs> no, lack of musculature, are you saying that he has? Well, I mean, the problem is he looks natural. Yes. You know, so he's not all bulked up and shiny like a lot of the other ones would be. I mean, he's he's probably like 300, but you know, he's yeah. So this is the other thing that's kind of interesting. I've looked at all of the rumbles and just the the rumbles that do better have this kind of balance to them. They've got a balance between three things with a sprinkling of a fourth. So, so the three things... Oh, there we go, Sheamus. Sheamus has been in a number of Royal Rumbles at this point. Probably his ninth or tenth at this point. But uh, this is the most red-headed wrestler that you'll ever see. But he's... He's... Uh, I'm, I'm not knowing exactly, but... He's pretty popular, though, right? At times. He's, he's got a following for sure. It depends, again, whether he's a face or a heel at any given point. But, yes. So basically, throughout all the all the different all the different Royal Rumbles, the one individual that has won the most has been Stone Cold Steve Austin has won three. There have been a handful of people who have won two apiece. So you've got uh, 
Randy Orton's won a couple. Uh, Brock Lesnar's won a couple. Uh, Shawn Michaels has won a couple. And he did his back-to-back. He was really popular at one point. But one of the funniest things about this is they always say, it's going to be 90 seconds between entrants. That's the first lie they tell you. <laughs> it is almost never 90 seconds. It, because it's, it, that's not really what's important. It's kind of around 90, 90 seconds, but not exactly. Because it's all about pacing and what they need to get done. And, and so it started, so we should start up. Here, let's do a timer. Okay. We'll see if we hit the 90-second mark and someone comes in. And the way that we rate it is from the point the bell till the point that the guy's boots touch the ring. And that should be 90, 90 seconds. seconds. How do they do intros for people if they're not even in the ring? They're usually running up the ramp. Gotcha. So they don't get the, the pomp and circumstance. No, no. They're, they're still there. It's just not quite to the same level. Occasionally they try and work a little something into it, but it doesn't always happen that way. So, so what you're what you're seeing at this point is uh, they're basically um, they're just wasting time. Yeah, yeah. Till more bodies come in. Well, you can always tell as soon as somebody goes for that first uh, uh, attempt to get them over the ropes before anything happens. It's like no. That means that they're not actually going to eliminate anybody quickly. They're waiting for the third person. Always happens. And that's always one of the fun things to watch. It's like, oh, I'm going to grab to the top rope or I'm going to hide under the ropes or whatever. The funniest one is when one of the guys will pick up one of the other guys and start to carry them over to, to bust, uh, you know, dump them over. And he'll he'll grab the top rope like that does anything. Mm. Spicy. Get that energy. Hey, they did, they did a buzzer. It was about 90 seconds. Yeah, now that person isn't in there yet. From ding ding to there, yes. Is that the Miz? Oh it is God. the Miz. Now, I am ab- I absolutely hate reality television with a passion, and so I would never watch any of the reality TV that he was associated with before, during, or after this. But as far as in-ring capabilities, he's actually really quite good. Not even in the ring yet. That's right. Interference. That's something else that's kind of uh, inconsistent. They they sometimes give credit to people eliminating other people before they've ever been in in the ring or they've gotten out of the ring to do something or been eliminated already themselves. Oh, Seamus wasn't eliminated. He, he went took through. himself out. No, he went through. He didn't go over the ring, over the ropes. He went through the ropes. He went through the ropes. So that's okay. Oh, so the rule is you got to go over the top of the ropes. Right. already beginning to form all over the body of Seamus, courtesy of the ring general. And there goes the Celtic warrior. Hey, you'll see this happen all the time too. It's one guy's one guy's trying to eliminate the other guy. The other guy comes to either help or try to eliminate the first guy or just break the elimination up for some reason. The battle of wills. Kofi Kingston, the man that up until last year 
had a track record of always having some stunt that would save him from being eliminated. Except when he jumped from the ring to the edge last year, his feet accidentally hit the floor. So they had to count him out and then readjust how the rest of the match was going to happen. <laughs> he looks about uh, 50 pounds lighter than the other people. There. Yes, he does. But that allows him to pull off some fairly interesting things here and there. I've always thought his uh, his chest muscles look weird, but uh, like they don't exist. Well, they're there, but they like curve up and over where the chest muscles are supposed to be. Like if he's had some surgery or something that happened to him, like right in his middle chest. of his chest, right? survival tactics, Corey, over the years in the Rumble. Well, it's not something Kofi should necessarily look forward to utilizing, but we've seen him oh. use them to great effect over the yeah, years. So, so that's that's the whole thing. That now, just looking at how this is going. Yeah, they're waiting for another person. Trying to eliminate all four. And number five about to enter. One sixth of the field. Well, Miz has been champion a couple times. He's actually pretty good. At least Kofi's doing some uh, action. Yes, he is. Now, Johnny Gargano has been in one other Royal Rumble uh, to this point this in my memory. Hey, gotta get 30 bodies. <laughs> well, I'm starting to, after watching all of them back to back to back to back to back, to back to, some of the stats are going to stick. Even if the WWE makes some of them up just blatantly wrong. So let's see if he's House of Fire. So he's hit the first person, he hits the second person, goes against the third person, Miz tries to eliminate him. And he stays, doesn't go anywhere. Kicked in the face. Very nice. All right, so he's got one more person. Is he going to go up to Sheamus? No. That, to me, means that they're still operating on the same same script that they were doing before. Waiting for the sixth person to come in. Oh, this is his thing. Is there down? No. He'll beat on their chest while they're tied up in the rope. That's one of his signature moves that Sheamus does. Mm. He just beats the ever-loving crap out of you. Ten gets the crowd to chant with him. He usually stops at ten. <laughs> I feel like Miz goes like, dude, stop. That's enough. We're good. <laughs> Does he get eliminated is the question. Not quite. Bro kick. Bro kick. Oh. And the Miz is out. Gunther. Oh. Gargano and Kofi are about the same size. Yes, they are. So that was what they were playing uh oh, Kofi's getting some backup. Is 
Xavier Woods. It seemed like Johnny Gargano His fifth or sixth rumble. So why, why is this back up? They're part of the same uh, tag team. Oh, okay. So unlike most other tag teams that kind of sort of team up but don't really and fight everybody and fight themselves, the New Day up until this point have always teamed up, have never fought each other because the whole idea is they want to all last to the end and then whoever wins wins. But the funny thing is, they never last. <laughs> and funny, funny not in a good way because these guys are some of the more popular faces in the company. Now, unfortunately, Big E won't be making his appearance. He's the third part of this group. Oh, okay. He's like their muscle. Oh, are they finally going to fight each other? After many, many Royal Rumbles? Boys, I don't think it's a good idea too early, but have at it. That's never too early. Oh, this is a first. They're actually going to... <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> they're just having a good time. <laughs> oh, it's fun. Yeah, Michael Cole's pretty fun. All right, so now they're talking about the next uh, next set of sequences, which means the next person's probably going to clear out a couple people. I feel like those two as the tag team so far, from what I've seen, are the ones that are the, the best presenters. I like their their action and their moves. Yeah. And it doesn't seem overtly unpracticed like some of the other ones do. Yeah. Carrying Cross, this is his first Royal Rumble. Uh, he's he's new-ish. Um, he's been, uh, if memory serves, he's not just a WWE person. He's been in some other places here and there. Um, oh, but what I'm saying, so so the best sprinkling, you've got to have kind of an even third. You want to have about a third of the Rumble be composed of current superstars that are fairly popular at different levels. And then you want to have somewhere around a third of new faces that haven't been in the Rumble before. They've got to be kind of uh, get them used to it, get you know the, the crowd's reaction to them, see how they're doing, that sort of thing, see if they're going to work for the Rumble. And then about a third of them are supposed to be kind of nostalgia pops. So you have older people that you maybe haven't seen for a while uh, or that are almost always in the Rumble, like... Third, you know, we're on number 36 in terms of rumbles. Well, Kane's been in 20 of them. So he's been, he's been. Yes, he has. And then you sometimes sprinkle in something else, like we'll put in a woman in the men's rumble, or we'll put in a little person in the men's rumble, or we will put in a joke character or a celebrity, like uh, Drew Carey was in a Royal Rumble. Um, he did not eliminate anybody, and he eliminated himself before somebody could hurt him. Probably smart move. Yeah, and that up until last year was the only celebrity entrant. And part of the reason that last year sucked 
so bad because uh, they had two celebrity entrants, one of which was um, um, Johnny Knoxville, which he's amusing. Oh, this guy's been in a couple rumbles. He's kind of funny. He always tries to, to lead everybody. It's like, follow my plan. And uh, he's just kind of a... Kind of a joke, it, but, he looks but uh, time in his career, entering a rumble match he's actually got some Johnny decent skill. Kofi Kingston, this is wildly as looks well. about like the smallest one out there. So you can see with this whole shush thing, this whole gimmick is uh, to annoy the ever-loving crap out of you, so that you'll, you know, he'll get some what, what they call cheap heat. Uh, get the crowd to really get mad at him. Um, but anyway, so you sprinkle in those other things. The other one last year that was just not good was Bad Bunny. Decorated amateur wrestling background, but he wants to be honest. Exactly. This is Chad. Artist. Yes. Yes. An actor. I like. I like the acting he did. Like he's in like Bullet Train. He was good in Bullet Train. His music I really haven't listened to, but I'm sure it's fine. He's like a hundred pounds. And they had him pulling off stuff, and he's clearly a fan. He, he clearly did, does love it, but no, you just don't bring that guy in and have him be successful. No, just stop. Oh, McIntyre. About three or four rumbles back, they've started doing these digital overlays. If you're watching, I guess it's not distracting. And they were all, they've all been pretty quick. Right. <laughs> so it's only taken just uh, two seconds of presentation. Of course, when you're there at the event, you'll never see them. But you will see the, there's a, in this particular venue, and I don't know where, where this is at, there's plenty of big screens. Oh, yeah. Plenty of levels. There's a lot of people here. And this gentleman, they've uh, they've got a lot of faith in. He's one of the big big guys at the company. They've, they've had him win the Rumble before. Oh, <laughs> uh, We would describe the moves to you, but um, <laughs> that might be a little difficult to envision. It'd be like old-timey radio listening to a baseball game over. He didn't last long. Yeah, took Claymore to the face. Drew may have caught the attention of the ring general. And Guther uh, thinking twice about this. You know you knew German, Corey? It is Gunther. Now, I'll say this. The, their international kind of representation of members of the, the wrestlers is getting better and better every year. I mean, they're from all over the world. Well, he's, so he, he was the first one. So he's been sweating it out here for, for however long, getting slapped around and thrown around. So he's holding up well. Got to be in shape. Santos Escobar. This is a uh, first... Rumble for this gentleman. 
catch they had with Imperium last night. Got a good look to him. I couldn't agree more, Clive. Extremely I'm not quite sure I understand the, the entrance. Now, dear listener, if you're uh, uncertain, uh, I have not watched any wrestling other than the Royal Rumble. So I have one-year gaps between each and every one of them. I have not. I have intentionally not read up on any of these people, just to be kind of pleasantly surprised and see what's going going to happen. Oh, he's trying to throw him against the ropes, and it's not working. Okay. So the re- now, do you see why it didn't work against uh, throwing him against the ropes? Is there somebody else over there? Yes. <laughs> so you go, oh, oh, we can't do it over there. Let's turn around. Let's do it over here. <laughs> oh, oh, and Sheamus, who just took that shot along with Gunther. Both been in the Royal Rumble match. 15 minutes in counting since entering number one and number two. Cross body block. That's what they call that. Taking it high risk I just call it jumping from the top rope. Pays off. You've got the space to operate. It was, it was pretty it, solid. You could see him land. So he landed on his knees and his elbows. So right. he took the majority of that, to to get of his end. weight That's on well, that uh, right. blow. Exactly. Third of the way through. That's the thing that's just absolutely lovely about WWE watching wrestlers. I mean, it's a combination of Major like names, superheroes and daytime drama and dancing and just a that's bunch of stuff all thrown together. Absolute dog. Oh, as oh. Is that'll slap the air out of you. Banger, oh, oh, look at that. Tall, Broken arrow. It's not a phantom driver, it's a broken arrow. Okay. Ah, this is this gentleman's uh, second rumble. He's got a uh, basketball Spurs uniform on. Yeah, he's part of a tag team that uh, I am not familiar with. And they seem okay. Drew McIntyre. Former tag team champion, second rumble appearance by Dawkins, catches McIntyre. <laughs> and Gable gonna so the whole idea, there are only actually so many moves that you can do. Yeah. So it's all about the flash that you can put on the move. So if you're going to do a flying punch at someone, why not throw a 360 in there while you're at it? Right. Good eye on the feet there. I mean, because it just gets it just gets more and more as you go. So yeah, oh, oh over the top rope, but didn't eliminate. Tries to. Uh, <laughs> so he helps his helps his guy stay in. Oh, but Woods is eliminated. He you held on too long. You just stared out for too long. No. Like I said, they never have the New Day last very long. Did you see that? Nice flexible little... Stomped on his face in the air. That's solid. Though they kind of messed up the move. I'm not sure whether there was a planting issue. Oh... Why was there a chair there? Because Xavier had prepared it, and they screwed up his save again. Mm. Oh, so he was supposed to just land by sitting in the chair. Right. He may still be in. They're going to replay it. Oh, Brock Lesnar.
Oh, dang. Look, he's got a big old bunch of facial hair. I've only ever seen him, like, have his face be clean cut. Yeah. He, he looks like a, kind of a fresh Iowa boy with a clean cut. But a couple of rumbles uh, ago, they had him start at number one and just eliminate each and every person that came in up to 13 deep. Well, he's huge. Yes. Of our species looks bigger, better, stronger than he's ever looked, and the entire rumble is on notice. Well, quite as juiced up. He's been he's been doing this a while. Oh, belly to back suplex, or they call it German suplex. Catch him and throw him out. Just oh, toss him. Just toss him. So he's able to break his own fall a little uh, bit with the top rope, but not a ton. So going into this, Brock Lesnar has 26 eliminations. Which is not the most, but it's a lot. And he does have uh, the record for a single single uh, rumble elimination at 13. What was it, three? Did he just get rid of three people? Yeah, he just got rid of three people. So I'm going to guess if I were them, I'd put in Braun Strowman next or Big Show if he were available. They need another big man to... Be imposing or a joke, one of the two. There we go, another big man. Now, Lashley and Lesnar had a one-on-one match the previous year in the Royal Rumble, which Lashley won due to interference from Roman Reigns. But then uh, Brock went into the Rumble and won for a. A shot at whatever title. And another throw by Brock Lesnar. That's a belly to belly suplex. Man, Bobby Lashley is a big dude. He's going to toss around all these little ones like ragdolls. Saying little one about Sheamus is pretty funny. Well, no, like. There's, well, I guess all the other little dudes are out. Yeah. And then, there he goes. F5, he's going to wiggle out of it, push him at the ropes, trying to eliminate him. He'll fail. No, he'll succeed. That was quick. Well, they often do that. So the big guys you're supposed to get, it's like, oh, he's, he's going to be the best ever. But usually they're there just to clear the ring, and then somebody will get at least one of the big guys, and then everybody else will team up and get rid of the other big guy. Mm. Or, or sometimes <laughs> the person gets mad and interferes after he's been eliminated. Upset of the century. I don't know about that. Yeah, they tend to... Uh, Overstate things. Baron Corbin. Is the 
I've never liked this guy. It's not his physicality. He's been okay. <laughs> hey, take it out on the announcers. Yeah, that happens. And take it out on Corbin. This is also what made uh, taking notes on all of the rumbles more difficult. There's all of the shenanigans that happen. Thank, thank goodness for Otterbox. That, that's what I heard. That's why I thought I heard too. Oh, and then all the all the officials come out. Come on, Brock. He, come on. Calm down. <laughs> good luck, you guys. He gets to walk through the crowd. That happens all the time, too. Get sweat on you. There you go. How's that the Royal Rumble? And he spit on me. He's got a wedgie. It's the wedgie hole. Oh, there you go. Damien. Nope, Seth Rollins. That's right. I lose track of who's got what entrance music sometimes. I mean, it says Seth freaking Rollins. Well, the whole thing is you've got to reinvent yourself every so often in terms of your gimmick and how you present things. Cousin to Henry Rollins. A lot of pyro. Brock still causing devastation as he meanders through the crowd. I hope not. I just see random random fans lying next to their seats. <laughs> what happened to the one dude? Is he still laying on the ground? He never oh, made it to the ring. Almost certainly. See, there's the other fun thing. Sometimes you don't know what's going to happen to those people. Sometimes they just kind of camp out for a little while and then make their way to the ring. Sometimes, oh, I'm too injured. I can't make it in. And you don't know what they're intending to do until it happens. Uh -oh. oh, curb stop coming. No. Look at that. He helps him out. Good job, buddy. Rollins. I like Pat's, Pat's laughing. He got amusement out of that. Well, that's half the point of this match is just, just to have fun with it. I love how they're just throwing these big punches that don't seem to be doing anything. That's one of my favorite things about wrestling, the unreality of it. Oh, there we go. Otis, this is his third Royal Rumble, uh, the Butterball Ham. Uh, he does have no neck. Yeah, I'm, interesting. And he's got, you know, he's got a little weight to him. But truthfully, a lot of that's muscle. <laughs> believe it or not. Oh no, no, I, I, I believe that's muscle. He's like power lifter 
frame. Ooh. A little 180. So when he first started in, his gimmick is just that he wasn't very smart. So now they've adjusted his gimmick so that he's still not very smart, but he's a part of the academy. That one guy they said nobody takes seriously. Mm -hmm. The shush, that guy. Oh, yeah, he's wearing like the um, the wrestling um, onesie yeah. unitard. <laughs> the singlet? Singlet, there you go. Is kind of built like a sumo wrestler. I think a sumo wrestler would be favored in any Royal Rumble. You should wear your kimono you're wearing tonight, Graves. I warm, warm the muscles up, give him a little slap. You'll like this. Uh, oh, I thought he was going to do his move. That wasn't even a good fake kick. No, I think what it was is you're not in position. You need to move so I can do my move. Oh, okay. <laughs> that makes sense. Well, there's some uh, the communication because they, they can't just talk to each other. They've got to hide it. Yeah, I, although I imagine sometimes, like when they're, you know, face and armpit, they're like code words and stuff are in there. Yeah, it, there is verbal communication, but you're right. You can't just you, you have to. You're ad libbing everything, but you can't blatantly say, "Hey, Bob." Uh, I need you to lay down real quick. Well, they don't. They don't ad lib everything. They've got sequences that they'll have planned and they'll have already kind of put together. Yeah. But with so many people, oh, and he's gone. Not good, that was Bobby. Easy. All he had to do was slip off of his back and push him. Just that simple. Now, considering Bobby Lashley is always oiled up. <laughs> okay, are you gonna do it? All right, he does a splash. All right, is it coming? Here it comes. <laughs> it's just kind of a pointless. <laughs> I mean, okay. He did a good worm. It was good. Yeah. I guess they called it a caterpillar, but it was a worm. Well, it's because construction equipment. Oh, uh, okay. He's got a kind of construction thing to him. Uh, or at least he did at one point. So not only is Rey Mysterio in, so is his son, Dominic Mysterio. This is the first time they've both been in the ring at the same time. This kid stinks. you got to be kidding me. You guys let this kid get out of control. This kid is an absolute piece of Dominic needs to eat a donut. He looks like he's about 12 and weighs a buck 20. Uh, he does have a mustache. A mustache. Oh, a mustache. He, he took the Rey Mysterio mask and ripped it to pieces. Such an insult. Grabbed stuff from a fan and tore it away. <laughs> oh, they had a tag team to get rid of Otis. My favorite part is that he's trying to tear this mask apart. <laughs> And it is failing miserably. <laughs> uh, sometimes things just do not cooperate. They had it, you know, three torn. Oh, and they said he was still a prison bitch somehow. So that's like, that's, that's a surprise. 
Oh, I see. I missed it. I saw the. I got distracted. I saw the Ray Mysterio music hit, and then I just assumed he came in. That was the fake out. They put in the Ray Mysterio music, and then instead Dominic came out. It was the sub. Yeah. So he's just staying outside for now. Do you think Daddy will come? To this one, pretty much guaranteed. Well, I don't know. Rey Mysterio's been in something like 15 Royal Rumbles at this point. Not original content. Well, it's not about being original. It's just well, and then you say the nostalgia stuff too. But if he's been in half of them, there's nostalgia's only going to take you so far. Now, for a while, Rey had the had the record for the longest. Uh, time spent in a Royal Rumble at 62 minutes and 12 seconds, they said. It wasn't 62 minutes and 12 seconds, but that's okay. He did have the record. It was over 62 minutes. Um, but that has since changed. Depending upon what you look at, because they had something called the oh, Elias. Well, they're not going to have him sing on the way to the ring. That's unfortunate. That's just old stick. He'd have like a, a microphone and just talk to the crowd. The WWE stands for We Want Elias. Is he gonna smash that guitar? It it often gets smashed in in the long line of gimmicks that stretch back to Jeff Jarrett before him and Honky Tonk Man before him. But sometimes he just brings it in so that somebody else can hit him with it. Oh yes, it is just. He got instantly in the ring, threw it on the ground. Uh-oh. Oh, there it is. Can use his guitar. Turns around to a double headbutt. Oh, they're both going to kick him at the same time. Need to get some of that scrap off the off the floor so he can get hurt. Yep. See, they're gonna, he's, he's struggling, but he swiped it away. Ugh. Yeah, that's the hardest part because... That's a combination of responsibility of the guys that are in the ring, but also like the uh, referees and stuff that are around the often just kind of come in and under and take stuff out. Oh, oh, he's got a piece. I saw him. The guy in the blue. Oh, man. So they just, the other thing that you kind of have to balance in is how full do you let the ring get? Because when it gets too full, there's just too much to look at. Yeah, there's too many points of action that are actually occurring. Oh, Finn Balor. This dude is very I mean, he was he was popular before he joined the WWE. Uh, he's just got um, he's got a very interesting moveset. Just kind of uh, talking about being able to put flair on basic. Look at that. Oh, we're going to play patty cake with your feet. Uh, <laughs> little bicycle, you know. Oh. Yeah, sling blade. That, he'll do that a million times if he can. It's like half the size of those two dudes. So that's the whole point. He, uh, well, there you go. He looks like the most handsome dude in outer space. I get it. But here on Earth, he sucks because, oh, he was a part of the ex-con Tom development. 
That's tough to say. Well, listen, Balor spent nearly an hour in the Royal Rumble match. Dom spent He's taken over, but he's on the apron. They're fighting on the apron. He's barely. He's going to pull down the rope. Other guys, no, I was wrong. A sneak attack. Well, he hit him trying to get back into the ring. He's going to slingshot. Ooh. Ooh, that just came out of nowhere. Yeah, that was well choreographed. They had that slightly off. That would have hurt dramatically. Oh, and now he's going. He's in. He lasted quite a long time. Yeah, he did. That's one thing that they'll often do. It's like, oh, the guy's in at one, two, or three. They'll have at least one of them last a really, really, really long time. And they will incessantly tell you about it throughout the entire match. And he's been in there for 20 minutes already. The German dude. Yeah. Nope. Oh, Booker T. Now this is the nostalgia thing that oh. I'm talking about. I've heard the name before. So he's been he's been with WWE still. He's never really kind of retired, but he's been mostly doing like promotion and commentating and things like that. But uh, back in the old WCW days, he was one of my one of my favorites between him and uh, Stevie Ray, Harlem Heat. As a tag team goes, they were great. And there was a concern when uh, the WWE bought WCW um, that a lot of their best people like him would just get lost in the shuffle. But he he kept himself uh, relevant. And some of his matches against Stone Cold were really, uh, really, really good. Oh, bookend, which is basically just the uh, rock bottom. Well, because it's Booker T, it's... Well, it didn't matter at first because he only started using it in WCW, but then they got bought. Spin a Rooney! He's going to immediately get eliminated. Oh, that's the running gag. Anytime he does the spinneroni, uh, spinneroni in the Royal Rumble, he will immediately get eliminated. It was good to see him, but it seemed like he was moving a little uh, gingerly, let's call it. Well, yeah, he's been doing this. Oh, that dude's got some cuts and stuff on him. I bet it's from the guitar string. guitar. Did he get blasted with a guitar? I think so. Oh, there's the guy I was looking for earlier, Damian Priest. This guy is also quite impressive. Apparently, there was a stable form sometime in the last year that involved him and uh, one of my other favorites, Edge, and uh, probably my favorite women's wrestler at the moment, uh, Rhea Ripley. Uh, just kind of a, an intimidating group of three individuals. Very fun. 249 pounds, Damian Priest with a big right hand knocking Gunther down. I just, and now you, have to you know, if you look at a lot of these people, the so, you know, there's a lot of short hair. Um, there's a little bit of like maybe, maybe shoulder length hair. Yeah. And he's got these long braids. braids. I, I, I don't know if that's real. That's, I can't really tell. But I would think that that would get in the way. Or 
would be even even not choreographed a means of getting yourself like hurt or in trouble with hair that way. Oh yeah. There was an instance uh, two rumbles back, I think. It was uh, Charlotte Flair who had long, pretty long hair at the time. It got caught in her fist on the rope. And you can see her laughing. She's not supposed to be laughing, but she's laughing about it getting caught. It's just getting in the way. Uh, This is the taller gentleman of this uh, tag team. Montez Ford. Oh, they're in the Alamo Dome. Okay. So they in the Yes, it's good stuff. This is also something that's changed. Normally, the pathway to the ring is pretty much a straight shot. Yeah, no full sprints on this one. No. He's not in trouble. He's just being patted on the back. He's probably got some air stuck. He's burp. Learned, uh, learned something Damian from his Priest. dad there. Oh, no! Let's keep it PG-13. He almost... Yeah, I don't know if they're trying to stay PG-13 or not. That's called skinning the cat. Whenever you uh, grab the top ropes to save yourself. And go almost all the way down the floor and then just curl yourself back up like that. Choke slam. And Damian Priest. Oh, no. Dumping wow. Ford over the top rope with ease. Bye. I'm not going to lie to you. I just lost a bunch of A little bit of taunting. He lasted like a minute. There must be some storyline. Talking about lasting. Like I was saying, the person that's lasted the most at this point. Uh, depends on whether you include the, the greatest Royal Rumble, which is not one of the normal Royal Rumbles. But if you do, then that goes to Daniel Bryan, who lasted 76 minutes, five seconds. There's Edge. All right, so apparently they're not in the same stable anymore. They're like, oh no, what do we do? He's going to eventually come down to the ring. We've only got maybe five to ten minutes. We just gotta, we just gotta hold out a little bit. Now the neat thing about this is Edge had spinal fusion surgery because of just the wear and tear to his body over the years, and he came back. Flinging himself around. Oh, no. Oh, Edge gets a couple of eliminations. Which means he's not going to last much longer. Old. Only do so much for so long. Well, yeah, there's that. But it's also, what is his purpose in the story that they're telling in this rumble? That's one of the reasons last year wasn't very good. The story was just it was trash. I'm not gonna go. Oh, interference! No disqualifications in a rumble match. 
<laughs> oh, and now they're still fighting outside the ring. Oh, no. So that's right. They're going to stomp, stomp him while they can. The ref with some harsh direction. You need to leave now. Come on. Get out of here. Your bit is over. <laughs> you did what you were scripted to do. You got your screen time. Now get out of here. Now, the funny thing is, I don't know if you saw that one that one referee down there at the bottom right. Uh, this is buff. Yeah. A lot of times referees are local circuit wrestlers. Oh, nice. Yes, yes, yes. Does this bring back memories like maybe WrestleMania? This guy has certainly done a lot for Oh, Austin Theory. He's also quite impressive. Now he's number 25 in the Royal Rumble. Oh, he's more than number Are we to 25 already? They're still fighting outside the ring. Edge is angry. He's going to dodge, and he's going to accidentally spear Austin Theory. <laughs> I love Austin's like that. Just go ahead. You guys do your thing. I'm not going to be part of this. It gets the crowd involved a little bit. Not the display. Oh, there she is. Rhea Ripley. Uh oh, is that Tamina? No, that's. Oh. Beth Phoenix. <clears throat> I like her look. Beth has redone her look a little bit. Looks like Craven the Hunter. Yeah, she does. But she's been doing it for quite a while. And one of the one of the better women's wrestlers, which I I think uh, both of them are, are some of the best. There's a greater differential in talent quality right now. I feel in the pool in the men's and women's division. Like you know, there's always going to be better people that are better and worse at it, but. Even the ones that aren't very good well, on the men's like are pretty Rumble close. Man. Oh, big dude coming. Almost. It's a second Royal Rumble. He's not seven foot three. Nigerian giant. <laughs> I don't think so. But he is big. But he is big. One year they called, uh, in a previous Royal Rumble, uh, Yokozuna was 600 pounds. No, he wasn't. <laughs> I mean, seven foot four, six foot eight. I mean, that's basically the same thing. Yeah. Oh. But he is a big dude. The Nigerian giant. He really is Nigerian. And that's why I was talking about there's a really big international presence between just, just a, a ton of different countries. Amen. Now he's staring down the brothers of Baron. All right, so they're both probably going to go out right now just to show how big and tough Omos is. So both go after him. He will relatively easily get rid of both of them. I do not disagree. I actually enjoyed that. And now Omos 
All right, so Austin Theory came again because I messed it up the first time he came over. There we go. But yeah, in the women's division, however, you have some of the, the women competitors are right now just fantastic and really, really good. And some of them are just, just not. I think it's just the amount of time, the amount of development. I mean, it's it's been a, a men's sport pretty much from the beginning, and it hasn't had that many women. But the fact that there are as many good women wrestlers as there are now, just with the short period of time they've really been concentrating on it, is very impressive. Ooh, Braun Strowman. Popularity picked up quite a bit, I feel like. Well, he has, they will say that he... No, actually, he eliminated 12.5. He and one other person eliminated some. That's one thing that annoys the heck out of me with the way they do things. You cannot eliminate more people than were in the Rumble. So you can't give everybody uh, the, the credit for eliminating when there's more than one. Because there's instances where one guy gets eliminated by six people. And each six get a credit for the elimination? Right. So, yeah, in that Rumble, there were apparently 70 people. No. No. He had 12 and a half. Not a lot of flippy floppy going on right now, huh, Cole? Do you have a nose ring? Oh, yes, he does. Oh. Hit me. I'll hit you. Now hit me back. Now hit you. Now hit me back. All right. Now i got to push you into the ropes. we got to get you to the ropes. Come on. Let's move. Back and forth and a right hand. Now, if you're going to do a nose ring, better not get hit in the face. Oh, he constantly gets hit in the face. No, you don't. I lied, Ron. You don't got it. I don't think ever had I don't think that was PG-13, <laughs> what he just said. <laughs> All right, there it is. Ron eliminates Omos. He is a big dude. Just use the proper leverage, that's all it was. And that's the person they had win the greatest Royal Rumble, which actually had 50 individuals in it instead of 30. That's a lot of Yeah, I guess that's what I call it, the greatest. Yeah, I just, it was fun to watch, but uh, man, even with 90 seconds, that was a long Royal Rumble. I was going to say, it probably took a while. Suffering the wrath. Of the Celtic and Scottish All right, Warriors. So we've got like two more people left. Omos just walked left. 27 or 28. Yeah, something like that. I'm trying to get rid of Rollins. Which means to me that I think that they're going to give the win to Rollins this year. Because I don't think he's won a rumble yet. All right, what did he tell Dominic? Hey, Braun got some oh, Ricochet. Another small dude. The but they the call him Ricochet for a good reason, because he is all over the place. There's a lot of bouncing off the, uh, yeah. off the ropes. Yeah, a lot of flips and, and a lot of uh, running and sliding around. He's particularly impressive. Did you see that? <laughs> that was awesome. He pointed at him, right? He's like, he didn't just point at him. He pointed at Dominic. That was part, I think, of the plan. 
but if you looked at his hand after he pointed, he went like this. He did the come here motion because Dominic hadn't stood up yet. And he needed to stand up for Ricochet to get his move off. Oh, okay. Oh. I was wrong. See, I thought Omos was going to be the bear that was going to eliminate both of them, but it might be Strowman. Oh, Uh-oh. they're both going to beat on. Let's, let's make sure phrasing is good. They're both going to strike Strowman in the chest repeatedly. <laughs> I like that one. Better. <laughs> oh, trying to eliminate. Yikes! Talk about a collision. He brought him in, and now he's going to take him right back. Brothers there, Sheamus saving McIntyre. Rollins and Theory renewing their that's different. That wouldn't happen in previous years. Sheamus had a uh, tag team with uh, Antonio Cesaro, and they were constantly eliminating each other in the Rumble. So it was kind of a running gag. Rollins came within an eyelash this past Monday at Raw 30 of becoming United States champion once again had it not been for the beast Brock Lesnar. Chest slaps here and there. We had a, a I can't believe the beast time. and Bobby just be happy that uh, Rick Flair isn't in this because it would just be slap after slap and a lot of woos. Gunther still in this. Was yeah, a couple of those are okay. Sheamus was number two. Oh, oh, oh. McIntyre trying to save his buddy. Gunther suffers a left hand. And now Gunther now. Gunther, what are you doing? Oh no. Oh no. Gunther got them both. Sheamus lasted 52 minutes. It looked like Sheamus slipped. Seconds through 39 minutes. 10 seconds. The Intercontinental Champion declares the mat sacred and believes that Sheamus and Drew tonight just not worthy. Number 29. He's like, what are you doing? I was supposed to be in there. <laughs> but you slipped. It wasn't my fault. He's back. Right. I kind of want to. Oh, God. Okay, so we now have our fourth entrance that has nothing to do with wrestling. This guy is incredibly agitated. He was drinking a uh, prime. What does that mean? So he and another person at KSI did an energy drink, and apparently they're still. It's so popular in England where KSI is gone. They're selling it for like a hundred pounds a bottle or a can. It's just an energy. You can go to Target right now and get it. And it's just like any other. Okay. Uh, hydration. I'm sorry. Hydration. Not an energy. They're going to do the shtick where he doesn't last. <laughs> okay. That's worth it then. San Antonio living vicariously. Through Austin Theory and Seth Rollins ricochet give you a toe a tap. It's a kick, a toe tap. Logan Paul has lost his headband. Well, as long as they eliminated him. Well, actually did okay there on that jump. Really? He is exactly where he belongs in a WWE Remember when he hit that move to Roman Reigns in the championship match? Oh, that was a Gunther, good flip. Not a believer. Yeah, trying to eliminate Logan Paul. Logan hanging on the top rope on the apron. Gunther looking to go wire to wire. In the <laughs> He's Royal a Rumble kick match. me. He like, come on. You forgot the second part, dummy. <laughs> oh, yeah. So you 
We practice this, right? Yeah, okay, guys. Yes, we're, we're getting to the end. This is the heavily orchestrated bit. And Strowman, though, the power of the monster of all monsters with a running monster slam. Well, I mean, he's like 100 pounds. Ooh, that was pretty impressive. Right? Tremendous athleticism from the one and Not just a shooting star, but a shooting star from being running around. What are you? All right, the last person coming in. Who could it be? The nostalgia. Feel like they're going to end on nostalgia. The American flag. Oh, Cody Rhodes. The American Nightmare, because his dad was Dusty Rhodes, the American Dream. Oh, wow, what a clever play. Now, my favorite shtick that he did was when he teamed with his brother, who uh, is Gold Dust. And so he, he became Stardust. And they both had, you know, head-to-toe leather and vinyl and face paint and weirdness. It was excellent. Especially since I don't really like his moveset. <laughs> just as, a, as, as a performer goes, he's not one of my favorites. Um, there's nothing wrong with him. It's one of those things like saying, oh, I, I prefer you know regular chocolate to dark chocolate or whatever. Yeah. And it's just I, uh, I tend to prefer certain, certain movesets. He just doesn't use the ones that I like. And he does have a, a belt on right now, too. Yes, he does. He's going to wiggle out. Cody Cutter? Really? Uh oh, he's going to slap somebody with it? Probably. Oh. oh. Someone got a souvenir. Yes. And then everyone else around the person with the souvenir got a black eye. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, is it going to be the three amigos? It's going to be an attempt at the three amigos. Which is a suplex where when you do the suplex, you don't let go and you roll over everything. Well, crossroads. Now that's a good move. Turn the tables. Well, with him being in it, it they might get him to win. But, um,. I'm hoping not. He's got the Decepticon symbol on his butt. No, okay, that's, a, that's an eagle. My fault. It looks like the Decepticon. It does symbol. if you look at it from like a distance. Oh, Ooh, that takes a lot of strength to pick that dude up. Yeah. Well, uh, Strowman helps him. You know, you lift with your legs as they lift you up. Yeah. But he's been he's been messing around now for. 30, 40 minutes or whatever. Nice. In the Royal Rumble match. All right. <laughs> I was not expecting that. 
Uh, if you're going to jump from the top rope and hit each other from across the ring, all right. I still don't like him. I want him out. I don't care how good he is. He's just a trash human being. He's shown himself to be awful on multiple occasions. Yes, very much so. But that was pretty cool. That was cool. I don't care. He needs to go. Logan just climbed himself out of the ring. Yeah, that's a, that's a common thing. You know, there are people that have waited outside, waited under the ring, uh, that have gone into the back of the arena and then come back towards the end of the end of the match. Oh, by the way, I believe we are down to four men. Cody, Theory, Gunther, Seth Rollins, in a city that is hosted. Oh, and they're trying to protect the fact that. Oh, final fours over the years. We're down to the final four. Uh, here in the match. I see what you yeah, did there. A lot of final four. There's four people in the ring. Is going to be some mysterious thing that occurs? No, like you said, uh, as far as I know, Paul didn't get eliminated. They've done this before where they have the announcers forget that the other guy is involved. There's the Way to embellish it, though. So good job with that. Well, you got to sell it. That's the key. Half of it is just selling the movie. That's some good commentary the right there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love, I love the WWE. They're going to, like, oh, it's just you and me, and the other guy's going to come, and they're both going to hit him and get rid of him, and then they're going to go back to fighting each other, and then once one of them's eliminated, Paul will pop back into the ring. Guess what? If they let Paul win this, I will, I will just look at burning WWE to the ground. There's one mistake you cannot afford to make at this juncture. It is to overlook a third opponent, particularly when that third is the reigning Intercontinental Champion, Gunther. And Rollins and Rhodes working together to try to eliminate Gunther and bring it down to Rhodes and Gunther's Rollins. earning his paycheck today. Yeah, he, for sure. He's been thrown around by about everybody. This Triple H's move, but they started using it a bit. Rhodes measuring the Intercontinental Champion. What? One of his own. Whatever you can do, I can do better. Get the sledgehammer. All right, which means he's going to pick him up and the probably try and do a crossroads or something. We got Seth freaking Rollins and Cody Rhodes in a ring together. Gunther just broke, broke Rey Mysterio's record in traditional Royal Rumble matches. He's been in this thing over 62 minutes. Gunther setting uh, the Royal Rumble. There you go. <laughs> Royal we, uh, I made a list of the things Will that the commentators win? always say. Oh. Every time. 
you're gonna you're gonna see something to, to the effect and that's like oh the number one or number two entrant or whoever that's been in, he's been in there for so long yeah. kind of standard Rollins is arguably on top of his game just a clear focus that's right the, the task at hand Gunther's catching his breath. Oh, there he is. He's like, oh no, what just, what just happened? They are going to give it to Cody Rhodes. You think they practiced the uh, move that they did? Yes, 100%. Because there are certain things you got to do it in a very specific way, not get the person hurt. Or at least to limit the amount of it. Oh, yeah, point at the. Oh, give me a break. This says Ghost Hollywood. Is he no, he's really not. Logan Paul, who's uh, surprised the world Something. with his ability. He is annoying and much like ethically challenged. And now, Cody Rhodes. Forget how good I am. Oh, Rhodes. Crossroads. Logan Paul. Now he'll take him out. Set over the top rope, and it's down to two. It's down All to right. Cody. It's down to Guther. Who's going to main event WrestleMania? Now, I could be wrong. I mean, maybe they're really getting behind this Guther guy, but... He doesn't look to have any charisma or muscles, and his moveset is kind of bland. So am I missing something about this guy? Is he like a famous fighter of some kind? Or? Well, that's what I was wondering when I, when he first walked in. I'm like, um, what am I missing with this dude? But he is the Intercontinental Champion. Well, yeah, they give the Intercontinental Champion away like candy. What are you talking about? Gunther earned it. I'm not convinced he did. Gunther is testing the limits of modern medicine. Of course he is, Gunther. Realizes that may be the one weakness in Cody Rhodes' arsenal, and he's going after it. Oh, good backflip. All right, a little gut shot. A little lame elbow to the jaw and a slap that didn't really hit anything. That was better. He's bleeding now. Yeah, he had a, like a minute ago or two minutes ago, he had blood on his um, lip. I don't know if you got like jacked in the mouth. It can happen. There used to be a pretty common practice in wrestling called blading, where you would hide a razor blade in your tights or your boots or whatever, and at some point you would cut yourself during the match to sell a particularly brutal move. So they called turning it red to green. And uh, with uh, all of the different health issues and <laughs> contagious diseases and such and they kind of started to limit that probably a good idea 
and beyond the physical pain, what the, what is it doing psychologically to Or at least I'm assuming that's that why they did it rather than, than it just falling out of favor because that was like ECW's whole thing. Lifting Cody Rhodes up into the corner. Liquid eliminate Rhodes and again a wicked chop. Ah, and now Guth are gonna meet this Rhodes up top and continue to torture Cody Rhodes. That's this new. An incredible performance for the Intercontinental Champion. Cody on the apron. Cody's in trouble. Well, go through eliminate pressure. Oh, look at these. Tap. Tap. <laughs> it's not even stopped. Like. The ring general. I am oh. shocked that Gunter still has this is gas left in his tank. Mildly disappointing. I, I, admittedly, he has been in there for a while, so he's got to be tired. But still, he did his cardio. Oh. Oh, double underhook suplex from the top. That was good looking. Good coordination. Yeah. Good throw. He didn't get his arms completely locked in, so it didn't look as good as it could have. But when you're on the top rope, uh, you can sacrifice a little bit of visibility to make sure that the other person doesn't die when they land. This is just our first match of the night. A men's Royal Rumble match. A spot in the main event. Right. The I'm feeling that the ending is going to be somebody's going to go running and the other's going to pull the rope down. The other guy's going to go over. So like a cheesy kind of like it wasn't necessarily a move. Just a right. I got you. Why does the Cody Cutter have to come off the second rope? What was that? <laughs> yeah, he, he he got slammed, then stood up and kind of uh, walked his, himself back to the ropes. <laughs> oh man! Oh, it was a defensive maneuver. That's why he turned his body. No, <laughs> no, they just messed up the bit. Oh. What was that supposed to be? It was like a leg whip, but he was stuck at the ropes. A second or third wind here. Oh, Gunther. shattered dreams. He's stuck. He can't get out of the ropes. And that's one of Gold Dust's moves that he adopted. Just a just a shot to the to the nethers. <laughs> I, I mean, he was at least eight inches away from it, so he got, you know. He got thigh. Yeah. But, you know, that's the whole point. You're not really supposed to hit him with Jimmy. Well, yeah. Uh, he blatantly kicked the uh, bottom turnbuckle to produce the noise. Right. There is that. Oh, that, that was, that was funny. Powerbomb. How does he have a powerbomb in his moveset? He looks like a reed of grass. So close. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to hit you. 
uh, it's like we have a, a bug on you and we're just like, yeah, get out. <laughs> He's on the outside. Okay. They get fling, flung, flung, flung over the top to reverse this. Well, I could have been wrong. I thought he was going to run at him, but maybe not. They're going to try and replicate the removal of uh, the big show by Chris Benoit in the uh, in the forgotten Royal Rumble. Is what they call it because nobody wants to talk about it. Oh, okay. Cody Rhodes, oh, runs into a chop that drops Rhodes to his knees. Well, that technically he's on his face, not his knees, but that's okay. Cody Rhodes, crossroads. Crossroads. Fired up now. The crowd going. Well, he takes him out. Cody Rhodes wins the Royal Rumble. That's amazing. I can't believe I did it. I've worked so hard my entire career to do this. Kind of funny thing is he really did. <laughs> he's been wrestling a long time. And, you know, he's, what, four foot three? So, you know, generally they're not going to give the big wins to the little guys. So. It could have been Logan Paul who won. Oh, I'm so glad it wasn't. 